Good morning, everyone. This is Gary Kay, and you're listening to a special AV People edition of my Rants and Rays podcast. Uh, people are really interested in what other people in the industry think, feel, and do. And so I have with me today Allison Maxson. Good morning, Allison. How are you? I'm good. Good morning. Uh, thanks for joining me. Um, Allison is a woman in the AV industry, and uh, she has a unique entry into the industry. And uh, she's in a great leadership role running marketing for a company called Absom, which we'll talk about in just a minute. But uh, first, uh, uh, Allison, tell us how you got interested in AV. I, it was really the just kind of my beginning career process of how each step um, led me to what I have claimed is this is where I want to be and this is the, what I want to do for the rest of my life. And in retrospect, um, it really started with my childhood all the way into college and then um, my time at Disney World. I was a theater guru. I wanted to be on Broadway. I was learning set design. I was learning lighting. I was learning costume design um, in college. And then I ended up taking a year off, moved down to Florida, uh, worked at Walt Disney World in entertainment and knew, though, at that point that I, I wanted more. I, I wanted to take this. This, again, was just another step. Um, and in that career, I knew I wanted to be on the agency side. So I have, I've done agency as well as corporate marketing and public relations. And um, what I did find in my, my early career in agency side is that I, I – started progressing in, in actually healthcare technology, which is a big and up and coming, and I mean, not up and coming, but a huge, huge market in itself. But I didn't want to get pigeonholed, as I used to say, pigeonholed in just healthcare. I wanted to branch out. And it was perfect timing. I was able to land the PR uh, specialist position at Barco, and that's to me really where everything just started clicking professionally, personally, in what I know now of what I want to do in the AV industry. And now with Absin, it's just rolled even bigger into that. I have more um, influence. I'm taking, you know, what I've learned and what I think is the right course for our website, marketing presence, trade show, just having this beautiful opportunity to take a company to a whole level. It's never been before and that's just it's a thrill it's an absolute thrill well i want to go back to your disney days so so were you like <laughs> mickey mouse or or what were you it, it didn't like which character yeah. were you i was friends i was okay they're real gary they're okay. real there's only okay. one mickey mouse you know that you go to disney <laughs> yes i do i do love <laughs> disney so, so when um, you were doing that you you saw all the all the you know the, it was the lighting and video and everything that's used there. Yeah, I mean, you got to see a, a side of Disney, and I the Disney bug was implanted in me as a child when from the first time I went at six years old, and it never stopped, and it still hasn't stopped. Um, but what I got to see was the running of a massive global company. I was on, I was in the entertainment for Magic Kingdom and for Animal Kingdom. 
I did the different parades. So Christmas parade, the day parade. I got to be in my childhood parades of electric, the electric light parade, or as you called it, ELP, Spectrum Magic. I got to perform on Cinderella's Castle during Christmas. I mean, it was just amazing. And the, the biggest moment for me really was being able to perform in front of my grandmother who saw me as the six-year-old coming into Disney. So it's kind of that little full circle there. Um, but I had an itch to, to, to do more in my career. And it's really interesting how I kind of started this journey in my early 20s here in Orlando. And here I am, um, a little bit older. Um, but I'm back in the Orlando area. And I'm where I'm at right now. So it's, it's been a, a great 10 plus year journey. So let, let me, uh, when, when you first entered, like what was your first entry into AV? You said you started with Barco. What was the mm -hmm. first thing you did? Like what, were, were you just all of a sudden thrust into meetings about new projectors coming out or were you at a trade show? How did that work? Actually, it was Infocom. It was, I started in, it was a month before Infocom happened. So I was smacked right into the planning and press engagement and running straight into Orlando. It was Orlando that year uh, at Infocom and which was probably the, a good way to introduce myself and the industry to, and to be introduced to me. Um, but it just, it clicked. It, it worked out. I loved the variety the different vertical market exposures, the different types of technology. And um, it just went on from there. So it really started off with Infocom for me. And so when you were first entered Barker, first went to Infocom, were you intimidated by the fact that our industry is so male, you know, uh, you know, 85%, I think the statistic is men in the industry. Did that deter you at all? Or was that intimidating? Or were you prepared for that? Was that the way Disney no. was? Or what was that? No, I, I relished it. It didn't bother me. In fact, I've, I've been kind of that tomboy person. I, I have, you know, I'm, I'm really so shy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really shy. Now, um, Working with men, working with the guys in there, getting in there, it, it, I, um, it works for me. It's fine. I'm very comfortable in that manner. Um, I, I didn't really think about it in a his or her, but in um, how I could get along with people. And those people tend to be more male, and it worked. And I've made some great um, friends and professional colleagues over the, the course of the year that are both male and, and female. Um, I have in the last, especially couple of years, embracing and seeing more and wanting to see how to get women involved. Um, but it really didn't bother me. I relished it and I just, I ran with it. So you, you, you've actually been active in getting women involved in the industry through your uh, membership in Avixa and uh, and also even back in the Barco days. I remember Barco was was one of the first companies. I remember they even set, they had a day. They're one of the Women's Day celebrations and worldwide mm -hmm. celebrations. You made a video about all the women. It was really kind of cool. Um, so you've obviously been involved in trying to mentor women. You've talked to me about that in the past, mm -hmm. and also get more people, more women into the industry. Um, how have what would you say to someone who's brand new coming out of anywhere from full sale to a college today, um, possibly getting in the industry. How do you convince them to come in the industry and where would you tell them to start? 
I think it's, it's pointing out how AV is already a part of their life. It's already in there. It's already around them. You go to a concert. It's amazing. You go into the shopping mall. It's there. You go on a cruise. It's there. You go into your health care or to a hospital. It's there. It's, a, it's already around you. And when you kind of realize it, it's almost like that new car feel. You never noticed that car until you bought it, and now it's everywhere you, you're driving. Um, I think by making it a personal may take some of the um, fear or, oh my gosh, I don't understand that this is bigger than what I, th I think I can handle to going, oh yeah, I, I do that already. Um, so I, I think bringing it on a personal level in a conversation might, is probably the easiest way to start the transition or kind of that introduction to the AV world. Well, one thing that Kimberly Lancaster, I, she, I did my, uh, one of my most recent podcasts with, um, mentioned to me was that she's an active member in the uh, Women's Council for Avixa, but she, mm -hmm. uh, her objective is to live for the day when that doesn't need to exist. Do you sort of have that same view or, or do, you, uh, do, you, do you sort of think, like you kind of mentioned that you don't even see differences with men and women in the industry now, or do you already have that? Uh, are you already of that opinion that it doesn't even exist, the differences? I think... It depends on where you're at. I think it can exist and does exist, and then there's a lot of areas where it's your approach, um, and it, it doesn't exist because it's something that doesn't – that your majority of people are beyond. They're looking at, well, what can you as an individual, male or female, bring to the table? What are you doing? They don't look at you and say, okay, well, what can that woman – or man of his age or experience, what do you have to bring to the table? Um, I do see, and this was something that was um, doing training, and I'm starting to see with Absin more and more slowly, more female AV technicians coming into our training sessions. And by doing uh, the Avixa Women's Council Orlando group between those two I've heard and see the challenges that that side of things there's still a division or a kind of raised eyebrow from male technicians to female technicians questioning their ability or going can she really do it this is pretty heavy labor intense type um projects that they're on. Um, so I think it, it, there might be felt a little bit more in some areas where in other areas it's not felt at all and everyone's a good team and they just work and get to get the job done. And, and at Apton, obviously, I, I see the amazing job you do at trade shows and that you did a lot of that Thank at Parker you. too, but the, 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 the stuff like the most recent couple of shows that you've done visually, the, you know, with that giant LEDs and stuff is, is really cool to look at. Is that what you spend all your time doing, or do you do other things as well? <laughs> oh, I, mean, I wish. Taking up all your I time, wish that's the only. <laughs> I wish that was the only thing. No, I. You should see my. Well, actually, you shouldn't see my desk because it's a mess right now. But um, no, I'm also in charge. I'm building a new website for Absence. So a little, little hint, hint, nudge, nudge there. Um, on the the website uh, that will be launching at the beginning of the new year. So I'm very excited about that. Um working on the ACE training session. This is something that is really a powerful, not just marketing, but service 
tool that we provide to our customers and has grown tremendously with our product lines from rental and staging to now even fixed. Um, and it's a great way to support the industry in providing very high quality training and certification. Uh, just because you attend our training does not mean you'll be certified. You have to go through a pretty rigged test, hands-on as well as written. Um, and I help manage that. We're working on expanding the, the course itself to offer a little bit um, different projects there. Uh, trade show planning, collateral marketing. I'm also handling the public relations side, all the communication elements when you see a press release, seeing the case studies or video, video testimonials, partnering up with my sales guys. They are my eyes and ears, as I've always said. Um, even at Barco, you guys, without you, I can't do my job. I, you have um, the feet on the ground to tell me where our products are being sold or sold um, and installed. Who are those projects with? Who are our customers? So I can help nurture on a marketing and communication side, help nurture those relationships, which in the end makes them feel important and hopefully makes them return, become a return customer. And it's better for our, our, our bottom line. Um, so I've got my hands in a lot of different things. Well, to see more information on Absent, obviously you can go to usabson.com. I'm also going to, um, Put a link into into your LinkedIn profile on the, okay. the description of the podcast so that people can reach out to you because I know that you've been a mentor for a number of people in the industry, men and women, and uh, you do some great work. Uh, congratulations on um, on all that you do, and you're certainly one of the you know one of the ten most powerful women in the industry right now. And I wanted to celebrate that by putting you on a podcast. Oh, and, well, thank uh, I you. you taking the time. <laughs> So uh, thank you very much, uh, Allison. I appreciate it. And of course, please reach out to Allison. Uh, she's done some great work at both Barco and Absin. And, uh, you, know, I, you know, I guess the only thing I would say is that uh, it'd be cool to know what character you were at Disney. I mean, you've got to tell me. <laughs> and I went to the parks because I go all the time. What were you? What, what were you? Like, what did I see you? What were you? I don't, I don't know. They grained it into us so well about the storytelling and, you know, you were, I was friends with, you know, you had, I love Chip and Dale. They were great. King Louie, King Louie can dance. He's amazing. That, that girl, you know, orangutan can do some stuff on at, um, Animal Kingdom really well. And, um, but when it, some of my favorite roles is I was a zebra. I was a, a zebra in the Lion King float. I was a chefette for Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a, um, candy cane maid for the Christmas parade. <laughs> I had to wear, I had ruffle panties. Yes. It's like, it's not just meant for little, you know, three-year-old little girls on Easter or Christmas, but yes, they put us in these little night, you know, 1890s type kind of saloon bar girls. And we had, I was like, I have to wear these white ruffle panties. Are you kidding me? <laughs> But the costumes, and I love the wigs. I got to wear lots of fun wigs and do the Halloween parade. So. But most importantly, <laughs> did you get to ride the rides without standing in line? Oh, no. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> we, we, weren't, we weren't rude like that. But it was pretty fun to be working and coming up from the tunnels um, in between sets or parades and go, hey, what, do you want to go ride Space Mountain? Okay, we'll go ride Space Mountain and go back to work. Not a lot of people can say they can do that. 
Yeah, no, take a break and write face out and say, look, thanks yeah. for joining me, Allison. This has been great. Uh, a little bit of peek into your world and uh, what you've done and accomplished in just a short period of time. You've only been in the industry a little over 10 years and uh, done an amazing amount of stuff. Uh, we'll see you at Infocom uh, sure. in just uh, six months or so. Maybe see you at ISC as well. But of yes. course, uh, check out Epson at usepson.com. And thanks, Allison. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks, Gary. And thank you. And everyone, thanks for listening. And keep watching for more AV people. Uh, features they got more we have more coming up uh, through the rest of the year and beginning of next year have a great day